I'm doing something today I have not done in far too long. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Thanks for tuning in to the show today. I appreciate you being here and spending some time together. It's the holiday season, and in that spirit, I'd love to ask you to share the podcast with someone that you know who it would help. Who are the leaders and managers in your life who could use those practical tools? And while you're at it, if you have a chance, I'd love to get your review or rating on your favorite podcast app. Today, I am standing just under 10,000 feet in the Rocky Mountains. It is about 20 degrees outside. It was 14 or 15 degrees Fahrenheit when I started. So just north of zero degrees Celsius for you Celsius folks. And if I can describe things for you, the streams are running barely. They haven't quite frozen over yet. It's still early winter here. Uh, there's probably a foot of snow where I am. The trees look like something out of a Rankin Bass old holiday Christmas special or the more recently the movie Elf in the intro where you see the North Pole and the evergreens, the spruce up here are all covered with snow. The sun is shining, the sky is completely sparkling blue. It is heart-piercingly beautiful. Just arresting the frost on the trees, on the edges of the streams. Periodically, a little bit of snow will shake loose from a branch, and the air is filled with these drifting, sparkling diamonds as the sun shines through the snowflakes as they float down to the ground. And if you can't tell from the description, I absolutely love it here. It's been a couple of years since I've been able to be in the mountains in the winter like this, and it's been too long. For me, this is one of those activities that a lot of people think you're nuts. There's no way I'm going out in single low double digit temperatures into the snow for a hike. I've got micro spikes on my feet and backpack and several layers on that come off as you get warmer. This is one of those things that just fills my soul and renews my spirit and gives me energy. And as I said, it's been far too long through the pandemic. Karen and I have been working, just like you have, incredibly hard, trying to make a difference everywhere that we can. And that's good. But as a leader, I have become aware lately of some hypocrisy. And so it's confession time. I have encouraged you to be taking care of yourself as a leader, to invest in your own health and your mental health and physical health, all the kinds of health. And I haven't been doing a good job of that myself. And so over the last couple of weeks, that has come to come to me in no uncertain terms as I have snapped at people I care about. Uh, I've tried not to let that get into the team and my interactions with the team, but I'm sure that they know, and I know for a fact that Karen knows. We work too closely together, and we're married, so I have not been my best self. And I'm sure that's true of you at some point over the last six months. It's true of just about everybody. There's no way to get through what we've all been going through without it affecting our health in different ways. 
And so my goal today in talking with you is not to be uh, put you on a guilt trip or anything like that. It's to just be real. Your health matters. Your emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, all of the types of health you have, they matter. And if you're going to lead others, you have to be taking care of yourself first. And so for me, that's meant getting my nutrition in line where it needs to be, getting my exercise regular again and increasing that to higher levels. You know, nothing earth shattering, no new techniques. I have no, no new techniques to, to share with you. Just an encouraging nudge to take care of yourself. And for me, that's meant nutrition exercise. It's also meant taking care of my emotional and mental health. And this is one of those areas that we too often overlook as leaders. But I have talked with enough leaders uh, over the last several months who are intimately aware of the impact on their team's emotional and mental health. And it is so good to see that. We still live in an age where mental health has a stigma about it. It's un, un, not understood unappreciated and scary for some folks and that's okay and if you feel that way it's all right I I say that with compassion because I think we've all been there until you have enough familiarity with it but your mental health is just like every other aspect of your health and while I'm in confession time I'll tell you that I wrestle every once in a while with melancholy or depression it's a very real thing that if I don't take care of myself can set in and people around me certainly know it. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something you have to manage. Just like if you have a, a back injury, you've got to manage that. Or you've got an aching knee. You have to, to work around that. You can manage and you can lead through and with all of those things. And in fact, I would say that as you learn to overcome and live with and take care of yourself in those kinds of situations, you will actually be a better leader, more compassionate, more diligent, possibly more disciplined. There are a lot of advantages that come with understanding how all this works. Now, I'm not a doctor and I don't want to claim to be, and I don't want to give you bad advice. So what I'll say is if you are wrestling with any kind of um, serious mental health challenge, talk to your doctor, let them know. There are things that they can do to help. If it's not that severe, talk to someone, just let someone know how you're feeling. And if they're not someone who's equipped to handle those kinds of things, you know, if you have that friend who just doesn't have time for, for negative emotions and feels like everything should be sunshine and roses all the time, well, move on. Don't have that conversation with them. Find the people who you can be real with. And on the other hand, if you are the leader who has people on your team or people in your life who are struggling with these things, as just about everybody is at this point, I want to invite you to use one of the most powerful listening techniques that's out there. It's called reflect to connect. You don't have to solve people's problems, but if you're picking up that someone is frustrated or discouraged or lonely, if they are sharing those emotions with you, listen and then reflect to connect. To reflect to connect is simply, what is the emotion you're hearing or that you think you're hearing and check in. Hey, it sounds like you're really frustrated right now. Is that right? That sounds really hard. And it's not only a technique for negative emotions. It works the other way, too. It sounds like you're really happy or inspired or energized by that. 
excited by your new idea. Simply reflecting to connect helps people feel seen and heard. And sometimes that's all any of us need to take that next step. So as you're thinking about your own health, find the people you need to talk to. As you have the opportunities to listen and be that ear for your team, reflect to connect, check and hear what you're hearing from them. And as you're taking care of yourself, I would invite you to, as this podcast wraps up, take a few moments, three to five minutes, doesn't have to be long. Take a few deep breaths in and out. If you're in a place where you can, close your eyes and ask yourself, what do you need? What do you need to be healthy right now? And I get that the answer might feel like, well, I need a trip to the beach. Well, unless you live on the ocean shore, that's probably not happening right now. But years ago, a mentor of mine told me something that, that I've never forgotten. He said, you know, if you think about the word recreation, another way to phrase it is re-creation. Anything that you do that nourishes your heart, your soul, fills up your emotional tank, gives you that sense of confidence and well-being, anything like that counts. So as you're taking those breaths and asking yourself what you need, Look for the ways to find that recreation. And as you find it, take action. How can you invest in yourself and your own health for 15 minutes today and 15 minutes tomorrow and build from there? I'm working on it myself and I invite you to join me on that journey. Because when we do, I know they were on the way to be the leader you want your boss to be. No questions this week, but I'll look forward to answering yours in a future episode. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.